Welcome to the Cooping a Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinwart. I'm an analyst and advisor at Cooping a Coal Analysts. My guest today is Alexei Balagansky. He is lead analyst with Cooping a Coal and he works out of Duisburg. Hi, Alexei. Hello, Matthias. It's good to be on this podcast again. Good to have you back. It's always a pleasure to have you. And the topics that we are talking about are really interesting and, and often very innovative. And we will see if this is true for today as well. Today, we want to talk about ephemeral certificates. More and more vendors are integrating so-called ephemeral certificates into their products as an alternative way to provide access to systems. Um, what is the idea behind that and what is the concept? Well, I guess, as always, we have to start with the definition, right? So ephemeral credential, what's it all about? It sounds fancy, but when you literally translate it from Greek, it means lasting for a day. So ephemeral credential is something which is not permanent, uh, which is not stored for later reuse, which is only given you to fulfill a certain task, and then it just uh, perishes. And next time you do a different task or the same task again, you get a new credential. So the idea behind it is, is definitely nothing new. Technically speaking, your one-time password app on your mobile phone is a generator of ephemeral credentials. An OAuth token, your phone gets to work with Twitter, for example, is also powered by ephemeral credentials and so on. I guess the whole uh, concept, the whole idea of this thing and why it's becoming hot again recently, it's how do you make all the credentials ephemeral? Right, understood. So as you've already mentioned, this is nothing really new, but it's gaining more traction just right now. So I, as the practice lead I am here at Kupinger Coal, I have seen this recently showing up in, in several products in the privileged access management space where they use these ephemeral credentials, ephemeral certificates for providing access to, for example, um, SSH systems. What are the benefits of these ephemeral credentials? Well, the most obvious benefit, of course, is that uh, they are worthless after they are used. So if someone steals your ephemeral password or whatever other kind of credential, like an SSH certificate, they won't be able to use it for hacking or impersonating you at a later time because it on, it's only valid for one particular purpose for a specific, hopefully very short period of time. So that doesn't mean that you are no longer providing permanent access to a system, but it's really this kind of just-in-time provisioning? Exactly. Uh, and again, if you kind of step back and look at the bigger picture, this is the, a major trend uh, in the whole area of identity management and cybersecurity nowadays. Instead of uh, making a, a coarse-grained and permanent long-term access decision, like, for example, giving you a permanent access to a system or a server for a year till the next uh, review, you are only given a short, uh, just-in-time uh, access to a specific service or application or task. And as long as soon as you are done with the task, your access expires. That's the whole idea. And there are many concurrent developments in different areas some probably touch uh, such areas as uh, strong authentication, the others refer to 
continuous authentication and kind of behavior uh, monitoring solutions, which basically ensure that if you are, are no longer you, but someone impersonating you on your computer, then your access is also removed. That's also, in a way, a possible implementation of ephemeral credential. But of course, this term is more uh, often used for very specific use cases. As you mentioned earlier, the certificates. For example, if we were talking about like uh, the web browser certificates, so for X.509 certificates, which are used for web-based access solutions, those are usually managed centrally. So if a certificate is stolen or is no longer usable, it can be revoked. But when we are talking about SSH certificates, those uh, keys which you are issued to access a Linux server, for example, or an embedded device, those are not centrally managed. So those are a real security threat because if you have an outdated, uh, weak or a stolen SSH certificate, it's a perfect whole security hole for an attacker to enter your systems. So making those certificates ephemeral is a major security boost. Understood. So we really get a grip on those formerly decentralized and then copied somewhere else managed certificates. So this is really something that needs to be protected. And I think this this um, making them fade away approach is, is really a good one. So where else do these um, ephemeral credentials play a role? I think it's not only PAM, but that was my entry point, but there's much more, right? Uh, of course. I mean, uh, PAM is an obvious kind of pain point for many organizations nowadays, because when you are dealing with legacy platforms, uh, mainframes, embedded devices, IoT, okay, well, not, not technically IoT, but like OT, those uh, industrial devices which have been, which have not been patched for 10 years now, those are real pain points because there is probably even no solution or still available to give you a new credential, those devices, right? The traditional approach would be some kind of a proxy. So you access uh, a different system like a bastion or a proxy server and that server will ensure that your access from that point to the actual device would be monitored and managed through a PAM solution. So basically that was the, the old school approach, if you will. Uh, so you have to deal with uh, a massive sprawl of those uh, legacy outdated credentials by trying to account each of those and keep them in a secure vault and only give access to those to a, a validated administrator. That approach worked, uh, but it's extremely inconvenient uh, and extremely prone to oversight. If you overlook a certain system or if you forget about a, an SSH key left on a third-party contractor's laptop, you are in trouble. But if you can ensure that each uh, of your controlled systems is only accepting authentication with ephemeral certificates, then you are automatically freeing yourself from all that burden. You don't have to worry about old certificates because they expire on their own, ideally within minutes after they are no longer used. One use case I can think of is something that I just covered in a recent episode with, with John Tolbert. Uh, we were talking about the zero trust architecture by NIST. And of course, zero trust relies on secure access, on secure communicating within a, a potentially hostile environment. 
does this make sense in a zero trust environment as well? Well, again, that depends on uh, kind of the way you use the term. But on the most strategic level, of course, it makes all the sense in the world. Because when we are talking about zero trust, many people would usually only think about networking, security, or encryption and stuff like that. But authenticating you as a person and your device before actually giving you access to a certain system, it's the most crucial part, right? And if your authentication can be faked or hijacked through those legacy and weak credentials, then it kind of negates all the benefits of the zero trust architecture. So yes, kind of strong authentication, sometimes powered by uh, ephemeral credentials makes all the sense for zero trust. Okay, great. So this is really the, the initial connection before, so, so the handshake between uh, communicating partners to make sure that the, the overall channel that we're communicating through is protected in the first place. When we talk about securing access, of course, we um, again and again talking about getting rid of the password. Is this something where this also can support? Is this a use case to, to replace one or the other usages of passwords can be just um, replaced by that? Well, again, it depends. So if we are talking about people, human users, probably not. Uh, there are more sensible solutions for that, like biometrics, FIDO, keys, and so on, or, or multi-factor authentication devices. Unfortunately, for uh, non-human solutions like applications or servers or legacy systems, they have to be authenticated as well. Biometric probably won't work. But this is exactly where ephemeral credentials will do wonders compared to old-school uh, static passwords. Especially if you're talking about developers uh, writing their applications and then hard coding uh, an API key or even a password or a certificate directly into the code. This is one of the very popular, or, or rather I would say a very widespread threat vectors for exploiting uh, applications and uh, leaking the data. To avoid it, there are multiple approaches. Again, uh, the traditional PEM solutions have offered certain uh, algorithms for, for doing those as well. For example, your application could be trained to check out a password from a, a vault and then uh, kind of returning it back in the end of the session. This works, this is proven, but uh, replacing that password with an ephemeral credential makes it more secure because even uh, if your application quote unquote forgets to do it properly, or if a third party man in the middle hacker manages to steal that password and that credential, it's worthless because it cannot be reused for a later attack. Right. So this application-to-application -application privilege management is something that can be extended um, in a more decentralized fashion and in a more more agile fashion and a more secure fashion, actually, because um, as you've mentioned, the key is no longer valued. Um, so um, that, that is really an interesting aspect. And does that also change the way administration can be done when it's done in a more decentralized manner? Well, to be honest, uh, as an administrator, I would probably prefer not to think about uh, managing any keys or passwords at all. I just want to press a key, get access to a system, do my job. Uh, after I'm done with that, I want to move on, right? Now, the fewer extra security steps I have to do in that process, the better it is for me, for my employees, and for my customers, if you will. And if a solution, be it a PEM solution or a cloud security, 
security solution, let's say for your AWS console or something else. If uh, that solution can uh, take this away from me, this burden of worrying about securing my credentials, that would be great. And ephemeral credentials make it much easier for me because I don't have to even think about it. I can just throw them away. Right. And I think especially, of course, we have to get to the term DevOps here as well, or uh, Sec DevOps. That is something that might help in these more agile, more uh, constantly changing ways teamwork right now that might support here as well. So if you assign access, not on a manually maintained assignment of access rights to a single person, but mainly, for example, on a group membership uh, at runtime. Um, so that would be something where, which could be safe, is more agile. It needs, of course, needs to be well controlled, but that would really uh, enable a much more agile yet secure way of dealing with these types of access rights. Yeah, correct. Uh, in fact, you know, some people still believe that uh, DevOps and DevSecOps is all about automating processes. Well, true, absolutely, but uh, it will never work perfectly until you are thinking about humans as well. You know, developers as people are as important to the creative process of making a new application as uh, any kind of scripting and automation, right? Maybe even more important. And the biggest challenge is to make security you know, the natural part of their routine when they are working on applications. And again, if uh, there is a solution which will completely remove that responsibility and burden of thinking, wow, how do I manage the keys? How do I manage this credential securely? And why should I even bother? I'm a developer. I'm not a security guy. So if someone can take away this responsibility from me as a developer, I would be happy. And a happy developer means happy customers. Great. So maybe we close this session with one. I, I know it's a bit of a, a mean question, but if, if I ask you as an analyst, um, how would you look at this concept of ephemeral credentials or ephemeral certificates in general? Is this just an interesting addition to the various ways of providing access to systems? Or is it something more revolutionary? Well, uh, that's a really tricky question because it's a little bit of both. Well, on one hand, as I mentioned earlier, the idea is absolutely nothing new. You know, this is uh, it's, it's always been understood that this is the way an ideal, properly secure, and kind of easily manageable authentication system should work. Unfortunately, due to technical debt, legacy applications, technology limitations, and so on, we were unable to implement in that way everywhere. So basically, uh, in, in an ideal world, every password, every uh, certificate, every token, every API key should be ephemeral. We are not there yet. But if vendors are working to, to make their solutions more advanced, more consistent in the direction, they are basically cleaning the long time mess. And this is how it's supposed to work in the future. So it's not a revolution, but it's definitely moving the industry in the right direction. Great. So that also sums it up very well. So. Um... If the audience is interested in learning more about that topic, I would highly recommend the one of the earlier episodes together with John Torbert about uh, the zero trust aspect, uh, because this is also very closely connected to that. 
There is a great zero trust blog post by John Tolbert on our website. Um, there is much more coming up right now. I know that, but it's not yet published about the topic zero trust. I would highly recommend the leadership compass about um, privileged access management solutions, because of course, this is also a topic that shows up uh, there as well. At least there's a, a glimpse here and there in some products. Do you have anything else to recommend, Alex, say, where we have information available or where, yeah, where our audience could look for? Well, again, our, although kind of, uh, if you just kind of go to our website and search for it, the word ephemeral, you probably won't find many mentions of it yet. But then again, it's all about the terminology. Uh, technically, this idea, this concept is extremely relevant for many different fields of cybersecurity and identity management from API security to strong and multi-factor authentication to PEM, as you just mentioned, and zero trust. So the concept uh, is relevant for anything. You just have to forget about the narrow definition uh, and stop thinking about certificates and start thinking about ideas and approaches and not forget about involving the human identities because after all, it's all about making them more secure. Right. So the concept alone is not enough involving the right people and embedding these these concepts well into an overall architecture. So to make sure that this is used there where it makes sense, uh, I think that is also an important aspect. And of course, creating architectures, creating cybersecurity architectures is something where we as Kupinga Cola are happy to talk to anybody who's interested in there. So just get in touch, especially when... Uh, you want to talk also to Christopher, our colleague, with his yet um, very, very fresh and upcoming uh, cybersecurity fabric. So then that's it for today. Thank you very much, Alexey, for joining me today. Thank you. And looking forward to having you in an upcoming episode again. So for the time being, thanks to the audience for listening. Thanks to you, Alexey, for being with me. And bye-bye. Bye-bye.